And welcome in, everyone, in this Saturday morning, Sports Medicine Weekly. So happy to be with you. Steve Cashel, Chicago Bulls radio host, joined by my usual co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, Rush University Medical Center, and the head team physician for the Chicago Bulls, co-team physician with the Chicago White Sox. Dr. Cole, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. It's great to see you, Steve. Good. Absolutely. Good to see you. I'm going to start off with a couple of injuries that I've witnessed over the past week or so, Doc, with two youth hockey players, both lower body leg injuries. That's what they like to say in hockey, you know, right. it's upper That's body, right. lower body. Why is hockey the only sport that does that? You know, they just have made a, a, a definitive decision not to share details, you know, and so it keeps everyone wondering. You know, sometimes I would love to be able to do that. Have you ever thought about that in the NBA with the Bulls? They just, you know, I mean, I, most teams in the NBA give some information. I mean, we, we try not to give too much right? Uh, because it just adds to questioning and, and, and guesswork and so forth. You try to give what people need to get their arms around it because, you know, and I know there's just so much uncertainty about how things can play out. But hockey's always been an interesting one, just, you know, upper extremity, lower extremity. That's it. Okay, well, I've got two of them here that I witnessed. One was actually my son who suffered a uh, kind of a bone-on-bone hit during a hockey game. And um, this is uh, level two hockey, okay, double A. How old is your nationally son? ranked 14. Okay. This is second-year Bantam. And, um, yeah, they recently finished 40, uh, second out of a 40-team 40, 40 CCM World competition, wow. which is great. So uh, really good team. Is this really a fun kid who wants, does he want to play, like, you know, obviously he's young, but does he have visions of playing? Yes. Obviously, stay through high school and then maybe do something before college. He'd like to. Is he that good? Uh, I know it's hard to say. There, I hate to always judge yeah, that. Sure, you know. Sure, but um, it's really motivated him though to do schoolwork. It's been great. You know, Keep, keeps a kid organized for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you're lucky. You know, watching what he eats, and it just—I'm really, really proud of him. Awesome. The hockey has come a long Is way. Is he allowed to have a blender at home? He can have a blender. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I know you're on blender. I know you're on blender probation because of the noise. Why? Remember you told me you couldn't have a blender when we talked about caramel. Oh, it was too it, loud? It was too noisy. No, now no. my wife loves the blender. Oh, she, she does. makes her shakes. Okay, yeah, well, that's yeah. what Blender's always allowed. Your wife as long as we don't t- wake anybody up. Years of marriage, <laughs> she likes the blender, Steve. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Doc, uh, so knee uh, knee pain after a bone-on-bone hit. And now I'm going to talk about a deep thigh bruise with uh, one of his teammates. But, um, you know, so so one knee swelled up. Say left knee was swollen. We put the ice on it, you know, and I tried to play doctor. And, you know, my family laughs at me saying, no, you work with a doctor on a radio show. You are not a doctor. Don't try to diagnose this. But um, what do you think? Because the other thing was, okay, after two weeks, he's saying, Dad, my other leg hurts now. Is that just an overcompensation? Well, yeah. I, so the first thing is he took a knee to a knee, right? Yep. And did his knee swell? Yes. Yeah, so... Kind of like water I mean, that's, on the knee, yeah. which scares Yeah, so, you. I mean, that's, and, you know, like it or not, that's actually more interesting than the other knee starting to bother him. If the other knee didn't bother him right away, what happens, especially with a, with a younger kid... Their glutes are not really well developed. They sometimes have a lot of inflexibility and so forth. So all it takes is a little bit of compensation. So he's probably limping around on the side that went knee to knee, right? Right, right. And he's putting on more uneven stress, if you will, on the other leg. Yes. And then they get usually what we call anterior knee pain, pain in the front of the knee, and worse going up and downstairs, things like that, because... There, it's often a, you know we think about the knee well strengthened around the knee, but it's actually the glute medius up at the hip that is that's not strong enough to tolerate the transfer of load. So it's kind of the upstream stuff that has an effect on how the knee feels. So that's just a sign that you know he may you know he's not going to need necessarily physical therapy, but he's going to kind of watch it if he's doing an exercise program, a lot of sing, single leg activities where he's balancing on the the uninjured injured side, you know a little bit of hamst- little bit of knee flexion. 
uh, doing sort of RDLs where you bend over at the waist, keep your butt back, that kind of thing, where you're really loading the front and the back of the frontal chain and the posterior chain. Um, tons of exercise. You can do single leg and double leg body weight exercises to exercise both sides. So why does he hurt? Probably because he's compensating on that side and he's a little bit underdeveloped uh, from a muscular sense on that side. Let me take you back to when we saw water on the knee. Yeah. Or, you know, you see yeah, that little sure. puffy and sure. it scares you because I had it drained one time when I was playing youth football back, you know, 30 years ago. But um, would you ever drain that or do you just say that goes away? Well, so for you, it's different than him. So if you had, how old was it? Like I, when I was 12. Oh, I okay. It. You got it. Okay. I had a chip. So, bone. yeah. So uh, younger kids who have trauma and then get swelling, the swelling usually comes because the lining of the joint gets inflamed and produces fluid called synovial fluid. Okay. So what happens is the lining has these little bitty cells that are like little pharmacies and, and you know, manufacturers of fluid. And if it gets inflamed, it produces synovial fluid and the joint swells up. Normally we only carry about 10 cc's, you know, it's not that much fluid in the joint. But when there's trauma, especially in a young person, you can have no macroscopic abnormalities, no arthritis, no cartilage, no ligament, no meniscal damage, but you can get a swollen knee. And that's typically, but not always, you know, something that will resolve within a couple of days. But if I have a kid who has a swollen knee that doesn't go away pretty quickly, I get a little concerned and, you know, we'll often study them further. The x-rays are normal. We may get an MRI to see if there's any cartilage or bone injury. So if it doesn't go away pretty quickly, which it usually does, then, you know, you should, I mean, I should obviously take a look at your kid. Uh, but ice is really important uh, in that setting. Now, if you're add 30 years to a swollen knee, it's less that it's, it's less likely to be something that's just inflammation in the joint lining and more likely to be cartilage related, like a little bit of low level arthritis, things of that nature that are just getting irritated and the joint produces fluid. So different presentation. That's why, you know, one of the great things about being a doctor is you get to be a detective. I mean, you walk in the room, you ask a couple of questions, you look at the age, you look at what sport they're involved with, you look how they're holding their arm or their leg, how they're sitting, how they're standing, how they walk, how they move their arm, how they shake your hand, and all of a sudden you can figure something out. So I can tell you that's what keeps it pretty interesting in the office. Absolutely. Okay, so the other injury then, a deep thigh bruise. And actually, this player's father is an orthopedic surgeon, the mom is a family practitioner. We're, we're talking about it. And she said, you know, I don't even know if that's an actual medical term, deep thigh bruise. Dr. Cole, how do you relate to that? So that's an interesting one. We've had plenty of them in the NBA. Um, and the challenge with a thigh bruise, first of all, the quad muscle group is probably the biggest muscle group in the body. And when you get a bleed in the muscle, it can calcify and form something called heterotopic ossification. So heterotopic means outside of where it would normally belong and ossification means bone. So they form bone in the muscle. Wow. And so when they're pretty significant, we get them into painless therapy. We don't want to torture them, but we work on getting knee flexion back. In fact, there was an old treatment where you would actually take like a curlex or an ace wrap and flex the knee up to 130 degrees and put it around the thigh and the lower leg to keep it flexed because it tends to tighten up and it can actually maintain the flexibility. But you don't want to torture them because when I say, what I mean by that is you don't want them to have too much discomfort when you're trying to get their mobility back. But a thigh bruise can end up with bony deposits in the muscle. So in the NBA when it happens, and I'm sure they do it in the NFL, we give them uh, Indocin, which is anti-inflammatory. And they take it for a couple of weeks to prevent bone formation. It's, so to prevent what happens to the acid, bone when it's in there? Well, a lot of times it's just an X-ray finding, but there's times where it can get pretty sizable and restrict flexion, and it's brutal to get it out. I mean, I've had to, I've had to rarely deal with that surgically. So the best thing is prevention. So if a kid has a bad thigh bruise, you have to be a little bit careful about giving them these types of medications. But you got to watch it because um, they get that they'll get a blood 
a hematoma, a collection of blood, and then that is at risk of calcifying and forming bone. So not as benign or you know uh, unimportant as you might think, just getting a thigh bruise. That's crazy. I've never heard of, uh, of heterotopic the actual, actual, you yeah. know. We had a couple Forming players bone inside the sure, thigh muscle. Sure, we've had a couple of guys with triceps injuries where they get you know banged to the back of the arm, and then like six months later we get an X-ray and there's this big, you know, golf ball sized piece of bone, really? and they're having trouble flex their elbow. Yeah, Holy I've cow. seen that a, a, a number of times. Wow. Okay. And the biggest NBA injury of the week, no doubt, uh, Karis Levert. He is a guard with the Brooklyn Nets. He was forced to leave the court in a wheelchair after suffering what appeared to be a significant ankle injury. This was last Monday against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Fortunately, Levert, uh, not as bad as first diagnosed. It was a dislocated right foot, expected to make a return this season. So uh, I think you saw the video on this, right? I did. It It looked awful. We were, I think we had a game that night. and uh, played, yeah. yeah. We played that night, and we were in the locker room, and they kept showing the replay. And at first, it looked like it could have been, even been an open injury, you know, when he's like a tibia fracture. It looked really like the bad. the bone out of the skin? Yeah. You know what is amazing? If you go back and look at videos of ankle, foot and ankle injuries, they look awful. Like yeah. the foot will go at a right angle to the tibia and the fibula. It happened you know? to Paul George, yes. right? Joe yeah. Theismann was one of the first ones, right, that yeah, we remember? Yeah, but you don't, it could look, but the, it, the interesting thing is it's the ligaments that are torn. And that's what keeps the bones together, right? Yeah. So with enough force, and they get these inversion injuries where it's just forced in. It looks awful. I mean, I we the we can get videos within ninety seconds of an injury, which is great because it helps us determine the severity of it. So um, it's actually a, you know it's becoming a standard in the NBA is when we have an injury, the first thing we can get is access to a video to see it. So that video, when you look at it, it looks awful, but. Thankfully, it was not a surgical problem. It's a soft tissue ligament injury, and you know he it wasn't a bony fracture or break, right? So he, you know, they're predicting he'll have a pretty good recovery and uh, be back this season, which is great, even as bad as it looked. How is that trauma? The trauma of that. I mean, you know, what 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 do you do? Can you, have you ever done that where you've taken and you got to put it back in position? Yeah, yeah. So it can be. There are times where these can be dislocations where it stays out of positions. Most of the time, it's what we call a subluxation where it kind of part comes out and goes back into place. Um, but there can be a frank dislocation where the joint becomes dissociated, where one bone is kind of in left field, the other is in right field. Yeah. And that's a, that's, that's a, an emergent situation where you got to get it back in place because the tension, especially in the foot and ankle, the tension on the soft tissues is, is enormous. And um, you get a tremendous amount of damage to soft tissue that can be prolong the recovery. So we always like to get that stuff managed quickly. You can do some of it in the training room, but if you don't know there's a fracture, you got to get an x-ray, which can also be done in the training room, a lot of facilities, and get it back in place quickly and not sit with it dislocated. All right, that's what's happening uh, this week. That's Dr. Brian Cole. I'm Steve Cashel. More of Sports Medicine Weekly after this. On 670, The Score.